Welcome. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Marketing Mind. On this show, I have conversations with my friends in marketing. These experts are the best in their fields, and we dive deeper into their journey. How did they get to this point? What were the hurdles along the way? And where are things headed? My name is John Ellis. I am a marketing professional. I've been in the digital marketing for close to 20 years now. In that time, I've met a lot of great people and a lot of great experts. You can find me on Twitter every day discussing marketing. Join the conversation or just ask me any digital marketing questions. If I can't help you, I know an expert who can. So find me on Twitter at John W. Ellis. Now, we use these episodes to get to know these marketing experts. How did they get to this point? What was the path? And oftentimes, we're seeing this left turn from where their career started to where they are now. And thank you so much for the response and comments from the last episode. We've had we have several more conversations lined up, and I can't wait for you to hear them. Today, I looked inside the marketing mind of Casey Gillette, Senior Director of Digital at Co-Marketing. Now, Casey is a well-known digital marketing professional. She speaks and blogs on many topics, including SEO. Like many of us, she's not attending and speaking at those conferences. So we're in this new shift that we all have to adjust to. Now, we started off briefly talking about this new at-home work that many of us are having to get used to, and then we kind of dive deeper into her role. Here's Casey. I don't mind working at home, it turns out. It was tough the first month. Um, you know, you're kind of like, all right, I'm over this. Um, but it's not bad. But what is a senior director of digital marketing? What do you, what's your day-to-day look like? So my role is a little bit different. Um, so I manage accounts, right? So I have a small number of accounts that I still handle. Um, I work with the team. Like I'd say my role at this point is pretty much 50-50 account management and personnel development, um, which is really awesome. And it's something that I shifted into, gosh, probably three years ago at this point, um, is like the training side of things because it's really my favorite part. But I still have to make money. So, you know, we, uh, you know, I still manage client accounts and that means, um, really just overseeing like strategy. Yeah. But you're still getting, are you literally getting your hands dirty and doing stuff? Sometimes, um, it really just depends. Like I did, um, some on page optimization yesterday because you know we needed it done (laughs) i still got it yeah (laughs) yeah um no and that's one of the things i really love about our company is like when things need to get done people just jump in and do it um and that has to start at the top you know it's a fine balance between being a manager and overseeing people but yet you still got to kind of keep your chops and still got to know what's going on and you can't be too far distant from it or it's going to quickly pass you by It really is. I mean, I still spend a lot of time like in the search results. I still spend a lot of time like doing the analysis and looking like anytime I have extra time on my hands, um, I'm still looking at accounts, right? To see like what else can we be doing here? Um, I just did a keyword analysis for a client the other day. Like we're revising some of their keywords. So I legit went through like 50 keywords to see what do the search results show? Like, are these even relevant? Um, but that's the reason, right? Like you have to, I need to know what's actually happening. Well, you've been doing it a long time too. I mean, I'm a little older than you, I think, or maybe a lot older. I I don't think so. (laughs) Do you, I mean, is that, is SEO your main focus? It kind of is. Um, so that's my background. Um, and then, you know, in, in between that, I started focusing on like link building stuff for a while. Like I was really into branding and like, 
you know, the PR side of things for a bit, which led to link building. Um, that was what I wanted to be. So I went to college for like advertising and public relations. And I always thought that I wanted to um, be like the PR person for the New York Knicks. Now, that was in the 90s when the Knicks were good. <laughs> so, thankfully, well, 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 none of yeah. that worked out. <laughs> but, you know, and that sort of led me into like one of the things I loved about search is, you know, there is an element of, you know, communication to it and, and outreach. And there's things that really overlap. And, you know, I'm so lucky that I, that I ended up in this. But, yeah, so content, SEO and um, I worked in house for a little bit, so I, I did paid search and some radio and TV and things like that. But yeah, I'd say SEO is still my favorite. Well, you said you went to school with the intention of like public relations. Yeah. Where'd you go to college? Um, I went to a small school in Ohio. It's called Marietta. Um, really just this beautiful old campus, super small, um, liberal arts school. Uh, on the border of West Virginia. So there was a little bit, you know, I grew up in like Buffalo, Rochester, New York area. So, you know, country to country. It wasn't anything like culture shock. Like. Right. Um, and I grew up, you know, my high school, I graduated with 90 kids. So um, Marietta felt big, even only having like 400 kids right. in my class, you know. Um, but I liked that, you know, I really, I played, um, I played basketball and soccer there. So that was part of the reason I went there. And it was just, you know, I just loved playing, and that was all I wanted to do, you know. Um, so I played basketball my first two years, and then um, I had gotten hurt, and so I, I just kind of decided I was done. I took my junior year off, and then I played soccer my senior year. Um, my junior year was by far the funnest year. <laughs> You know, shockingly, but it was great. I mean, that's how I ended up making, becoming friends with the people that I have, that I'm still friends with now, you know, is from playing on those teams. So you graduated, but did you go back to Rochester? I didn't. Well, that's not true. I did. Um, so just, to, just to get your stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get the hell out of here. Um, no. I, so I actually had always wanted to live in Boston. And so it's a super nerdy story, but we came here in sixth grade for a field trip. And I went home and I said to my mom, like, Mom, I want to live in Boston. And she was like, okay, okay, sure. And so... You know, I looked at going to Northeastern here and, you know, it just didn't, didn't really suit me. Um, so, you know, I went back, I went to Ohio and then I tried to move here after school. Um, so I actually moved here or I, I came here and interviewed for a couple jobs, didn't get them. Um, I was home for about a month and I thought, I can't be here anymore. <laughs> I just can't, I can't be here. So um, I ended up moving down to Raleigh because I had a friend there. So ironically, um, he left and I found my job in SEO and it kind of started my life. That's a big, that's a big move to, to, to Raleigh. I, other than having a friend there, you didn't have any other connections there? No. And I didn't have a job. I, um, the apartment that I was living in was furnished. So I just packed up my little two-door car. Um, my mom and I drove down, and I just walked around to the restaurants and, and found a job bartending. And that's actually what I did for the first year, uh, is I actually just bartended. I could, um, by the way, I could so see you bartending. <laughs> you got that personality. I can see that easily. 
<laughs> I, I mean, I loved it. I really did. Um, and, and, you know, especially when you're a kid out of college, like you're making just cold, hard cash. <laughs> like You really, you have no responsibility. Um, but about a year after I thought, you know, I probably should do something with this degree that, you know, we just paid a lot of money for. Um, and, and that's kind of how, you know, this guy that I had met, um, I was like, hey, you know, do you want to, we have a job interview for SEO, are you interested? And I was like, I don't know what that is, but <laughs> that's sure. That's going to be my next question. <laughs> yeah, sure, no I'll idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, before, oh, I'm, sorry, go ahead. I'm curious though, before we get to the SEO world, can you, yeah. were you actually mixing drinks or was it more of just uh, filling up a beer? Oh sure. no! I the whole thing, the whole thing. Just uh, the Long Island iced teas were always my favorite because you had to use all your hands. <laughs> you put everything. Every, <laughs> yeah. Plus, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't a Long Island iced tea just a bunch of stuff, a bunch of it's different? It's just liquors, all alcohol. Just yeah. throw it all in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really did. I, I really loved it. Um, the first restaurant that I, the first place that I was working at was like a sports bar, but it kind of turned into a club at night. So. It was quite the scene. Um, and then I ended up moving to like a little bit of a nicer restaurant where, you know, you had your martinis and, you know, your classier drinks, if you will. So SEO, you were doing <laughs> SEO, even though you didn't yeah. quite know what it is. How'd that, yeah. how'd that go that, that first gig? Oh gosh, you know, I was so lucky. Um, so the first company that I worked for at the time, they were really big. So they had about 150 people and those people were, Jenny Hallis and, uh, you know, Garrett French and Andy Beal and, um, JP Sherman. And so all of these people who, you know, you still see out there doing these amazing things, they're the people that I was working with, right? They're the people that I got to learn from. Um, and it just, you know, this company just couldn't get out of their own way, unfortunately. Um, they were just like really ahead of, they were ahead of their time and they just kind of messed it all up, which was unfortunate. Um, you know, I think by the time I left there, we were down to 30 people. Um, so, you know, kind of a bummer. But because of the way it worked, I learned everything so quickly. Um, you know, we just had so many clients that it was like, I, I didn't know. You know, I still have um, HTML for dummies and SEO for dummies that I had bought. Because <laughs> so I was like, I don't know these things. You know, I'm just going to try to learn them and get in there and, and do everything I can to learn this. Um, and, and it worked out, you know, my friends always used to make fun of me in college cause I was always on the computer. Um, and now I like to joke with them. I'm like, see, I worked out. <laughs> I was, uh, I was pausing cause I was looking at my bookshelf from here and I thought I still had a dummies book on the shelf, but I think I must have <laughs> thrown it away. It was, I think it was, which is a pretty broad topic, but I think it was just digital marketing for dummies. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I Can got you imagine e- what that says? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I need to shoot. I probably threw it away. I didn't think it would be. I didn't think I'd have to <laughs> look at it anymore. Uh, but even that, I got it after I was already established. I just figured I need a good handy book to have yeah. by to look up things. But I'm not sure if I ever even looked at it much, especially yeah. when you have access to the internet. You know, marketing, know. marketing books seem kind of <laughs> silly. They do. I know you, you know, things come out and you're like, all right, is this even still relevant? Um, you know, a year later or by the time it even publishes, right? Like I have a social media book that Lord knows what networks are even in it. Yeah, that's true. Um, how did you get, uh, so, so, so you went from there to Boston? Yeah. Yeah, I did. So I was there for, 
um, three years, I think. And then I just was ready to come back up north. Um, were you, you know? uh, before you, real quick question, before yeah. you moved to Boston, were you, were you out and were you like speaking or you were out no. and out about? No, not at all. So, um, you know, I, I did that for a couple of, I mean, I didn't actually start speaking until 2009, maybe. Um, so I, by the time that wasn't until I actually moved in house. So the first blog post I ever wrote was at, um, at my first company. It was like right before I left. Um, and Garrett French had helped me with it. And it was about, <laughs> Ask, ask Jeeves at the time. Um, they had come out with this new feature where you could preview what the site looked like, right? So before you clicked on it, you could preview what that, the home page was going to look like or what that page was going to look like. And so, um, I did a study on it. I say study in quotes. You can't see me, but I have air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> it was understood. Uh, yeah, very informal, you know, ask people like what they thought of it. Um, but that was even the, really my first foray into even just like writing or doing anything in public um, about search. When was this? What year? <sighs> two thousand had to be two thousand six or two thousand seven. Yeah. Well, the reason I mentioned because I, I was sitting when you when you mentioned your blog post, I'd done some blogging, but my first kind of blogging post, and I just looked it up as we were googling talking here. I googled it. <laughs> I did an article on search engine land. And it's still up there. It's called, uh, if paid search isn't working for you, then you're doing something wrong. <laughs> and that was, and I'm looking at the date. That was December 2007. Oh my gosh. So that's, and I was already working before then, but that's, I think that's my yeah. first sort of public. Do you public. ever, um, do you ever go and read your old posts and you're just like, Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm afraid to. And I did, uh, my, my personal website I had crashed like a year ago. And I thought, well, I got to rebuild this. I'm like, what am I doing? Who cares? Nobody wants to read. <laughs> nobody wants to read an article from 2009. Just let it go. <laughs> I so I decided. Not, I decided to let it go. Not even. So uh, <laughs> there's all, a lot of my old blog posts that I wrote on my personal sites gone now, and I'm 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 fine with that. That's what you know. I used to have like a WordPress site years ago, and then just you know just for my own name, and I was gonna rebuild it, you know, a couple of years ago, and I was like. This just isn't even worth it. So I just set up a Tumblr, you know, with my and just put it on my pointed my domain at it, and I was like, yep. "This is good enough." It's close you know, enough. Like, like, yeah, that's basically what my my site is now. It's just uh, and I put put these uh, podcast episodes on there, but that's really it. Yeah, so just it's just something, not much, yep. but it's something. Okay, yes. so so you got to you got to Boston. I did. I got here eventually. Finally got there. I finally got there. Um, and you know, and actually I had interviewed at a job in New York right before I got here and, um, you know, they, they had offered me the job, but it just didn't, like, it just didn't feel right, you know? New York like, State or City? Uh, New York City. Okay. Um, cause I didn't really, like, I wanted to be in Boston, but I didn't really care. I was always kind of open to New York City as well. Um, but I, I went home back to Raleigh and I was like so bummed. And legit, the next day, I'm looking online at jobs, and I see this job. I see this role for a company in Boston, and I thought, "Oh God, this is the job! Like, this is the perfect job for me." Um, but it had already been online for a few weeks, and I applied, and it was actually co-marketing where I am now. So it really just worked out, you know. That you know, ten years later, basically, um, you know, still here. <laughs> So it was one of those things that just felt, you know, very, very serendipitous. 
it's pretty rare in this industry to be still with the same company all that time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did, I went in house for three years. Um, so I was there for three years, went in house for three years, there for two years, went in house for three years. And then I've been back seven in July. Um, but yeah, you know, just the, the company's grown and, um, you know, the guy who runs it, you know, we always just really stayed good friends and I just had a great experience there and just couldn't get enough, had to go back. Yeah, and the Knicks, Knicks still haven't called you. <laughs> yeah, they got other things to worry about. Yeah, well, yes, you're not on the top of their list. That's right. Are you a big uh, sports fan? Um, you know that's hard to say, John. Like you have to know. <laughs> is it, um, oh, okay. Well, like is what it, I is mean it a hate, by that, I love hate with it. Kind, yeah, kind of. Like, so I'm a big, um, I'm a big Syracuse basketball fan. So, like, college basketball is my favorite. Um, and my it's and you know March Madness is always like my absolute favorite time of the year. So it was a total bummer this year that you know it got canceled, um, among so other things. So you're a big you're a big Bayheim fan. I am a big Bayheim fan. I uh, so when I moved to Raleigh, that was just awful for me because I was a huge Big East fan, and so when I moved to Raleigh, it was all ACC all the time. Um, and then you know eventually Cuse went to the ACC anyway. So um, but I'm also a Bills fan. So I will say this. The hardest thing about living in Boston is that I am not a Patriots fan. Like, not, not, not a Patriots fan. Uh, so that can be a little bit tricky. But when you tell people you're a Bills fan, they just are like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they don't have an opinion either way. It's exactly. Like, it's like a... Yeah. Like a little brother or something. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that, that's cute. Yes. Yes. A 100%. So, yeah. So, you, but basketball-wise, you're not, you don't, because you mentioned the Knicks. You don't watch the NBA or care about that? Um, I do a little bit. Like, I'll go to this. I like going to the Celtics games. Um, like, when I first moved here, the Celtics were awful. So, I was like, all right, well, the Celtics are awful. The Knicks are awful. You know, I might as well. I'll cheer for the Celtics, too. Um you know, if we're gonna, if I'm gonna be here, I might as well go to be able to go to the games. Um, and then the next year was when they got, you know, Ray Allen and KG, and they actually started winning. So that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I did know when they played the Knicks, I found myself cheering for the Knicks. So it's still there, it's still there. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll be back as soon as they as soon as they're back, you'll be back. That's right. So anyways, how do you like? So was Boston everything you dreamed of? You know what? It really has been. Yeah. It's, um, it really is the it's the place that I I don't see myself leaving. Um, it's just it's a small city, and that's really what I love. Um, you know, it's there's so much history to it. Um, U.S. history was always something that I just like really loved in high school and, and always have. Um, and so you know, you'll be walking down the street and you'll just see something. Like the other day, I was walking over by Boston University, and I don't go over there very much, and I see like this line in the sidewalk where it was a line where like the river used to be or oh. you know where the ocean used to be because where i live was is landfill you know and so you just you know you see things like that all the time where it's just like oh that's really cool you know and um like i said it's it's a small enough city that you you can get around pretty easily yeah. um you know, I know a lot of people here, so yeah, I love it so much. And it's probably a great time of year right now, anyways, with the flowers this blooming is, and yeah, this nice. is my absolute favorite time of year in the city. Um, usually, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it still is, but you yeah. know, at a different capacity. So you're actually in—I mean, you're in the heart of the city, then. I am. Yeah, I live right downtown. 
Um, we're pretty flexible, although, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, like this whole thing has really changed our perspective on working from home, you know, and I think a lot of companies are probably finding that, um, you know, we're always a little bit hesitant to have people not in the office for an extended period of time, but it turns out people can still do it. You know, people are doing just fine. Yeah. I've been saying that for 10, <laughs> ten years. And, You're um, like, this is my life. <laughs> but it sounds like you'd rather, like personally, you'd rather be in an office. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I just like, I like that element of like being around someone and, and talking to them face to face. And, you know, we certainly, you know, I, I will say this, like, one thing that has changed is we do so much video now and that was never, ever, ever the case. I mean, even with clients, we're doing videos and that wasn't the case before. Do you remember what was your first speaking gig? So my first like small scale speaking gig was actually at a word camp here in Boston. Um, and so the guy who is my boss now, um, I, he, they were looking for speakers and he was like, Hey, like you should, you should check this out. Um, so I did it and that was fine. You know, I just, I remember, Oh God. How big was, how big was the crowd? Do you remember? Um, in all honesty, like there probably were like 70 people there, Okay, which is a lot when you've never done this before. Um, but I remember vividly this person asking me a couple, like people asking me questions and, you know, at the time, I didn't want to give them the wrong answer. And so I remember saying, like, oh, I, you know, I don't know necessarily, or, you know, I don't know. And I saw a tweet after of a person, you know, just kind of, just kind of really shading me, saying, <laughs> you know, oh, great when the, you know, speaker doesn't know, you know, answers the questions. I don't know. And, and that really changed things for me, in all honesty. Like, the next time I was up there, I was like, all right, well, you know what? Like, I am the expert, so I'm going to answer the questions with my opinions. Um, and then my first big, my like first big conference was SMX. So my first big conference was SMX West, um, in terms of like the big search conferences, and and that was really cool. That's kind of what really got me started in it, because you know, like to your point of like, there's these awesome people in the industry. You start going to these shows and you start making friends, and it's so fun. And you're like, okay, yeah, I want to keep doing. So how you uh how, how you doing with this COVID stuff? How's business? Um, you know what? This has been a this has been a good week, and and I keep saying all the time, I feel really lucky. Um, you know, when it first happened, we immediately had two clients pause. Um, we had two clients pause. We had another one hold on renewal. Um, and that was you know really that was at the end of March there when everything was really starting up, and it was like. Oh wow, what is this? What's about to happen here? You know, like what does this really mean? Um and, and since then I'd say things have really just, you know, knock on wood, progressively gotten better. We've had, you know, um one of our clients actually came back already um and, and re-signed. We've had a couple other clients re-sign. We have probably like ten new prospects right now. So like people are still looking for services, you know, and um I don't know. I feel like the past couple of weeks have felt much more hopeful as you see states starting to reopen and businesses, like at least people talking about what the future looks like. Cause it just felt like everything was really on hold and a lot of uncertainty. Um, so I don't know. Again, I feel really lucky, but yeah. I know that's not the case for everybody. And you guys fine wise, staff wise, you didn't have to 
go through yeah. that process. No, not yeah. Thankfully, yeah. No, we're we're good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's been people, companies in our industry, that yeah that we know, know of that have a, had a, like chunks of, chunks of people go and. Yeah. No, we um and and you know like one of the things like, for our company, you know, part of the reason I've been there as long as I have is. The people who run it, I trust them a lot. And, and, you know, while you may not always agree with every decision that someone makes, um, when you feel like they have the best interest of the people that work for them in mind, I think that really helps. Um, and so, you know, one of the things with co-marketing is we don't grow at any substantial rate. Um, we really don't. We, we hire based on the needs, and that's it. So... Um, you know, we're, we're lucky in that sense that we don't have a lot of extra people. Like, we don't really have a lot of people who don't have things to do ever, you know. And that's, you know, that is the thing that I, I say all the time. I, I do feel really lucky. And I've always said that about digital marketing. You know, I, like, <laughs> you know, at the time, you know, think about when you, you know, you were there way earlier than I was. But even when I hey, started. slow down. Maybe not way earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ray, you're like so much older <laughs> yeah, than me. Of course. <laughs> you know, but I mean, if you started like before the 2000s or early 2000s and you were getting into like digital, like you're kind of ahead, you were kind of ahead of the game, you know? And, and I just, I always have just felt like through the recessions that we've lived through that, you know, digital marketing has stayed, stayed steady. It's always been something that people have continued to need. Yeah, knock on wood. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. I know I'm jinxing us right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what's next for you? Any idea? I mean, obviously you're you're happy where you are. Do you, you, you kind of yeah. have a plan, career plan? Or are you kind of just winging it? Do you, <laughs> like, like, we, like we all are? <laughs> like we all are. I know. Um, you know, so I actually, like I said, so I mentioned earlier about how, you know, I moved into personnel development a few years ago. Um and that was really, you know, I see people going through this. And for me, what stemmed that was, is I kept calling it my 33% life crisis. Um, you know, I, I was probably in my early 30, 32, 33 maybe. Um, and I just was finding that I just wasn't passionate about what I was doing anymore. You know, I just, I was kind of burnt out. Um, you know, between the client management stuff and trying to like grow a business and do all these things, like it was just too much. And, and I just really took the time. I gave myself six months to evaluate, like, what do I want to be doing? Um, what is it that I like? What is it that I don't like? Um, and what I found was that this is actually really what I like doing. You know, like this, this is what I like. I like this industry. I like this space. Um, but what drives me are the people. And what I mean by that are the the people that we have on our team. Like tr- seeing someone start with no knowledge of SEO and now they're writing or speaking or doing whatever. Like that to me is like the most rewarding thing. Um, and, and we've been able to, and I've been able to do that. Um, and, and so that was a big change. So like co-marketing was fantastic. I, I ended up taking a month off and I just said, hey, look, like, this is the position that I am really looking for. Like, can you work with me on this? And they did. And, and it's been fantastic. So I don't see that changing anytime soon. But again, never say never, I suppose. So if the Knicks call, you at least take the call. <laughs> you know, I don't think PR is for me. Um, <laughs> it seems, seems like a lot of aggravation. 
was speaking of that, was it early on that you, I mean, outside of the Knicks discussion, was there, how quick did you realize that maybe I'm not going to do PR? Oh, immediately. I mean, but as, as soon as I started doing SEO, I, I knew that that's what I wanted to keep doing. Like, I just thought it was so cool. And, and I don't know why, but like, I still remember, like, I was sitting at uh, my desk and I'm like doing a site audit and I find this, um, there's like hidden text on the page, uh-huh. right? Just like paragraphs and paragraphs of hidden text. And I go, ah, oh, cool. <laughs> I looked at my colleague then, and I was like, oh God, I was like, oh, I'm such a nerd. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I don't know, but you know, the cool thing, like, you know, you've mentioned it a couple of times, like we have to stay on our toes. We have to keep learning. Like that's what I absolutely love about this space, right? Is that, yes, like I'm talking a lot about SEO, but like SEO isn't isn't just like what it used to be, right? Like I spend so much time like thinking about like how we write for people. Um, I spend a lot of time thinking about like how we, like what we do now for clients in terms of link building, it isn't really link building, right? We're doing bylines. So right, going back to that PR, PR side of yeah. things, like that's basically what we're doing. And it's like, how do I get your customers to talk about you or to, you know, to write about you or whatever it might be? And like, that stuff really overlaps, and I just felt like this was so much more fun than you know what I saw in PR. Yeah, I, I I tend to think a lot of the things we do now are kind of mis misnamed. Like I'm not even fond of the use still using saying SEO anymore. Yeah, it just feels so so old school and it's so much bigger than that. And, uh, and link building is not really link building; it's just right. more of. PR, I guess, or, or articles or whatever you want to call it. Just... And I mean, and even the paid search side of things, right? We talk about like PPC and it's like, it just feels so narrow because there's so many avenues now, right? Like the, the things that you can do and the things that we're doing between like social advertising and, you know, media buying and things like that. Like even just like the Google ad side of things, like I, you know, I used to be able to keep up with it, but like not anymore. <laughs> it's too much. Like, you know, unless, and you know, like, unless you're in it, like, things just change so fast. Hey, Casey, thank you so much for joining me today. All right. This was enjoyable. This was just like an actual chat. Yeah. Well, hey, right. it was really nice, and I'm glad you're doing okay. Yeah, knock on wood. Again. Yeah, knock on wood. That's right. <laughs> a lot of knock on woods going on. I'm okay. Got a cat in the house <laughs> roaming around, and, and we were actually, uh, thinking about getting a dog here soon we i was talking to someone today about adopting a dog i was just looking at puppies this morning it's like well i'm not going anywhere anytime soon right you should do it <laughs> maybe we'll see well you get a dog first let me know how it goes <laughs> well okay all right so if i if i get a dog i'm gonna post it yes please and then you're gonna get one right after okay <laughs> i think i think we just made a deal i think sure. that was yeah i think that was a deal All right. Well, it was nice to chat with you. Thank you, Casey. All right. See you. And listener, thank you for being a part of today's episode. As always, I appreciate you making this part of your podcast routine. Be sure to subscribe so you're the first to know these new episodes. If you haven't yet, leave me a comment in Apple Podcasts or however you are listening. I'd love to hear from you. Reviews and stars are always helpful. As always, you can find this podcast on all the major channels. Join the discussion online. Let's talk even more about marketing. You can find me on Twitter today and every day at John W. Ellis. Thanks again, and we'll talk soon.